You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. A good Monday to you all. If you're like me, you are scrambling to get your Christmas shopping done. My family's Christmas is this weekend, so I'm I'm on the move here. I'm trying to get busy to get that done, but uh, making some time here to do maybe the last podcast of the year as far as the uh, Monday results podcast that you've all come to uh, expect from me. Might be the last one, but if it is, it's a pretty good one. Uh, we've got indoor meets at Iowa State, the, the first of four meets by the Cyclones, the ISU Holiday Invitational. Saw some great performances in the 800 and the mile there. Uh, the other three that the Cyclones will be hosting, the uh, we had the Holiday Invitational, as I mentioned, the Cyclone Open on January 22nd, then the big one, the Iowa State Classic, February 11th and 12th, and then they're also hosting the Big 12 Indoors this year. Um, it's their turn to host, so Iowa State is going to be busy, first of four there, and um, also Iowa hosted their meet. Uh, their first meet, the Jimmy Grant Invitational, so um, had some uh, meet records go down there. Uh, USA Track and Field Club Cross Country Championships were held at Appalachie Regional Park in Tallahassee, Florida. Got some big, big, big news there from that, so I'll have results from that. Loris College held their Dubuque. Well, uh, they were at the Dubuque Championships, hosted by the University of Dubuque. Some fantastic uh, performances there, including a uh, a professional runner uh, playing his part for the Division Three Loris men. I'll tell you about that. Uh, and um, Central College, St. Ambrose also had meet res- uh, meets as well. So a lot to get to. But first, I've got a lot of news. There's actually some, uh, quite a bit of news here this week. And I'm starting off with former Iowa State five-time All-American Festus Legat. He came out last week, signed a professional contract with the with Under Armour. He'll be running for that uh, uh, apparel brand. And also, um, he's going to be running for the District Track Club out of Washington, D.C. Um, he said on Instagram, I am very excited and incredibly thankful to announce I have signed with Under Armour and the District Track Club. I want to thank Iowa State University for believing in me and allowing me to get a great education. I too want to thank Coach Sudbury, that's Jeremy Sudbury, for all the mentorship over the past five years and my teammates for pushing me to become the athlete I am now. I can't wait to get started working with this group. Lagat, as I mentioned, uh, he finished as a five-time All-American and in his last track race with the Cyclones uh, outdoors. He was fifth in the 800 meters at NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships at Hayward Field. So congratulations to Festus. I'll be looking for, see what he does. He's already run some meets. He, he ran in some of the sound running events, uh, uh, those kind of things uh, during the summer. 
Uh, maybe some American Track League. Sam, I, 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 want, I want to say he ran some American Track League stuff. So he's already done some of that stuff. But now it's official. He's now with a team. Um, they are relatively new. Um, from what I can see, they're only about a year, maybe two years old, uh, just getting off the ground. But that'll be kind of fun for him to be in Washington, D.C. Um, and with, for an 800 runner like him, you know, you don't need to be at elevation there. And having the Under Armour sponsorship is really good for him. Back here locally, Dam to DSM, which took over the Dam to Dam race in 2019, has gone the way of the previous race by changing from a 20K race to a half marathon. The announcement uh, last week came out that, um, and this is a direct uh, quote from them, after hearing from countless athletes over the past three years, we've made the decision to extend the iconic course from a 20K to a half marathon. Uh, I was looking at the map, and it looks like they're going to add the .7, basically uh, running it around Union Park, uh, right around 15K. Is looks, that looks like about where they're going to add uh, most of that distance, because the course um, doesn't look like it's going to change a whole lot. It's still going to start at uh, Sailorville Dam, and it's still going to end at Cowles Commons. So unlike the uh, Dam to Dam, which, which added... Um, uh, ML King Parkway. They added a long stretch of of road on ML King MLK Parkway to help out the city of Des Moines with their buses on Saturday morning and also the farmers market. It was it was a lot of uh, traffic down there from 2014 to 17. The original dam to dam um, change, and that's why they had the half marathon that finished in the um, Western Gateway Park. Well. Dam to DSM is is per, pretty um, dead set on having it at Cowles Commons, having the, the finish at there. But um, they willingly decided to uh, change to a half marathon. Um, and to me, I think that's a mistake. Uh, the 20K is such a, a, a unique distance. You get a chance every year to run a PR for that distance. Um, and then there's so many half marathons out there. I think it's just going to become just another half marathon. Um, you know, just one of many in Iowa every year. To me, it, it was special because it was 20K. And you knew that, you know, you knew after you ran a 10K, you had one more 10K to run. So you, you could really figure out your, your splits very evenly. Whereas, what is it? 3.55 is your half for the, for the half marathon. Or 6.55 for the half marathon. It's not as easy to figure out. But um, they must have done some research and heard from enough people. From from all the runners I've heard from, I think they like the 20K. I think they've always enjoyed it. So um, to me, I, I'm very surprised by this news that they are willingly changing to a half marathon on their own. Um, but more power to them. Um uh, the other bit of news coming out of this is that um, registration for the discounted uh, registration, the, the cheapest prices of the year, that starts on Thursday and runs through Sunday. $50 to enter the Dam to DSM half marathon from uh, Thursday through Sunday. You've got that. That's their lowest price of the season, so you want to jump on that if you're interested in running in the race. Um very excited about this next uh, bit of news, the last news bit, and that's 
Dr. Dana Herrick uh, will be given the commencement address at Truman State uh, coming up this weekend on uh, on Saturday. That, that's very exciting for her. Uh, the press release. I'll just read it here because it tells everything we need to. In an accomplished student career, Herrick was a four-time academic All-American, earning a bachelor's degree in exercise science with a minor in Spanish. Following her time at Truman, she graduated with a doctorate in physical therapy from Des Moines University. She practices in the orthopedic setting and specializes as a women's health and pelvic floor physical therapist. Athletically, Herrick was a two-time All-American in cross-country and track and field. She received multiple all-conference and all-region honors, competed at nationals in the steeplechase in 2007 and 2009, where she finished in the top three. Herrick was named the Truman Female Athlete of the Year for 2009, and her time of 10.49 in the steeplechase remains the school record. After competing in her second marathon, Herrick qualified for the U.S. Olympic Trials in 2012, 2016 and 2020 so she's a three-time yeah olympic trials qualifier and all of that um well gives her a great resume to be the commencement speaker so that's pretty exciting and she's going to give a great speech she's my first guest on this podcast and there there was a reason why because she's so articulate always has a very good inspiring message so good good uh good luck to her on saturday and she will do a bang-up job there at Truman State in Missouri. On to the race results, where I mentioned uh, Iowa State hosted the ISU Holiday Invitational. And Festus Legat in town to sign that pro contract. Well, he uh, won the featured event. It was the men's 800 meters. Running for that Under Armour District Track Club, Festus took the victory in 146.78. He uh, cruised to the victory by over two seconds over Sebastian Gentle of the Cyclones, but that time by Gentle, 148.95, puts him number nine all time in Iowa State history. And, um, well, he's number three in the NCAA Division I rankings for the early, uh, this indoor season. It's very early, but he's number three. He's not the only one in the top ten in NCAA Division One because it was a hot 800 meters. You had Junior Nehemia two was third. Uh, he runs a PR as well of 149.08. Then you had true freshman Darius Kipiego in fourth, 149.50. That is obviously a PR since that's his first indoor race with the Cyclones. And and then you had two veterans here. For the Cyclones, Alex LeMong, a senior, uh, 149.87. He could only be the number four Iowa State 800-meter runner. And then Frank Hayes, who's even got more experience. He started off his career at Iowa State, then went to Ohio State. Now he's back with the Cyclones. He was only sixth in 151.78. But all of those uh, gents uh, join Gentil. Um, uh, among the top 10 in, in, in Division I. Um, uh, eighth place as well, Joe Schaefer, former Johnston uh, runner. He's a sophomore for Iowa State. Ran 153.39 um, for eighth. But between him, um, he was between two Indian Hills runners. And, and this is uh, interesting to note here. Rivaldo Marshall, a freshman, 
hit uh, the national qualifying mark for the men's 800. He's from Kingston, Jamaica. That's a school record time of 152.41. So congratulations to Rivaldo. And then Annie Akoke, also a freshman. Um, he ran for Ames. Uh, Ames, uh, he's, he's from Ames. Um, down now in Ottumwa, he, uh, he ran 153.71 for ninth. And that's a PR for any a Coke. And um, I wanted to mention this quote from Indian Hills coach Brent Ewing, um, because this is really interesting. Uh, this was one of the best indoor meets our program has ever had, and we did it with roughly half our squad. Um, he, he said there wasn't a single person who wasn't ready to compete, and um, and the Warriors really did um, dominate a lot of the sprint races from what I saw. So that's a very impressive early season for Indian Hills. Might, Brent Ewing might have a pretty good squad this year. Uh, for the men's mile, it was another uh, history-making run here as junior Isaac Baston uh, ran a career best of 358.88, and he became only the second Bulldog to... Um, to break four minutes for the indoor mile, uh, his teammate Adam Fogg did it at Fayetteville, Arkansas, uh, March 11th last last year, a 357.32. So it's not a school record for Baston, but it is a new PR, number two in school history. So congrats to Isaac, <clears throat> and um, and he he really walked away with the win too. Very very good run, uh, building off that cross country. Uh, season that he had where <clears throat> he and Fogg went 1-2 at the Valley Championships, also qualified for Nationals. Nationals didn't go as well, but um, both of these guys are much better on the track. You know, Baston's a returning All-American <clears throat> in the 1500, and he seems to be ready to go. Quinton Orr, freshman for, uh, for Iowa State, former Humboldt runner, was third in 4-12-55, and then Seb Gerhardt, who uh, Cedar Falls high runner uh, stayed in town ran for Northern Iowa he's he was fourth in 416 19 and he's a senior and then Nate Muller uh, who ran for ADM of Adel was uh, fifth he's a freshman 41704 then Drake senior Jack Zettel was sixth in 41801 and Carson Cleve a freshman for Northern Iowa he uh, Former Johnston runner was eighth and four nineteen thirty seven, and the other distance event that was contested was the men's three thousand, and it was Aziz Jaday, freshman for Drake. He was third in eight twenty three forty six in a race that was won by Under Armour's Willie Fink in eight oh four twelve. It was another bulldog runner who excelled in the women's mile. Brooke Mullins, their standout sophomore, set a new career best, running 4.56.50 to win that race. Now that time in bulldog history is eighth best uh, for them, and um, so fantastic effort for her. Um, Brooke Mullins coming off a really good cross-country season. Number eight now in the record books, Maggie Davis of Iowa State was runner-up. She is a senior from Mount Vernon, ran for Mount Vernon-Lisbon. She ran 458.68 for Maggie. 
And then Riley Beach also broke three minutes. The Cyclone Runner third in 4.59.45. And uh, so did Bella Hikes of Iowa State, also breaking five in 4.59.94. Emily Meyer of Drake was fifth in 5.03.62, followed by Sarah Murrow of Iowa State, the sophomore, was sixth in 508.19. Um, in the 3,000 meters, Iowa State did pick up a victory here. Uh, Grace Dickel was the winner. She ran 9.53.59. Won it really easily. Uh, walk away victory here over Taylor Briggs, who was second in 10.04.36. And then, um, well, Maggie Davis and Dana Fayan ran part of the race but then dropped out so they were just uh, getting a workout and especially for maggie davis she was probably just trying to cool down there uh, i was not able to go unfortunately i had a couple family engagements that came up so so uh, family comes first you gotta have that so i, I unfortunately was not able to attend uh in the women's 800 it was Aaliyah Simmons of Indian Hills, a sophomore. She was the winner in 215.79. And that's what Brent Ewing was talking about, all those great performances. She beat Sophia Jungling, a former Applington Parkersburg prep. Uh, Sophia is a freshman for Northern Iowa. She's been in the program two years, though. She ran 217.35 for runner-up. And then Ariana Kimbrough, former Cedar Falls High prep. For also for Northern Iowa, third in 217.77. She's a sophomore. And then Katie Nimrod, former Dubuque high school runner, also of Northern Iowa, was fourth in 218.81. Katie is a junior. And um, so that's the way the <clears throat> ISU Holiday Invitational went for the distance events. On to the Jimmy Grant Invitational, this was... Oh, the host Iowa team, uh, along with Wisconsin, Northern Illinois, and then some Drake and UNI runners also showed up here for this event. And it was senior Mallory King who set a a very impressive meet record. Um, uh, So that's... University of Iowa hosted the first of their indoor in, uh, meets, and this was the Jimmy Grant Invitational. Schools like Wisconsin, Northern Illinois, and um, some UNI and Drake runners also competed here. This is kind of the lowest of the low-key meets for Iowa. But it wasn't low-key for Mallory King because she set a meet record here. It was a very beatable meet record, and um, she knocked it out of the park here. With a 250.46 in winning the 1,000 meters, the previous record was 254 flat by Hattie Plum of Illinois State from 2018, December of 2018. So Mallory King, the former Davenport Assumption runner, sets a meet record, but she wasn't the only one to beat that 254. It was Amber Asoff, former Sioux City Healing Prep, who ran 251.50, to finish runner-up, and then Allie Book and not Nasbish uh, was third in 252.51. She is a freshman as well as Asaf, and Allie is a former Ottumwa High runner. 
there. So that's the way the thousand meters went. In the um, one mile premier, it was the winner was Iowa's Claire Edmondson. She's a former Dubuque senior runner. Claire ran with 514.86 to take that victory. Um, on the men's side, a very impressive 600 meter effort in the premier race, what they call the premier race. Genoa McIver, a freshman. He is a native of High Point, North Carolina. The Iowa freshman ran 117.44 to set a new meet record. And um, that topped the previous best uh, set by Jim Warren, who ran unattached uh, just a year ago in December. Warren ran 117.88, so McIver tops that by just about well 0.44 of a second there if you're if you're tabulating that in your head so mckyver just a freshman this this kid looks really good and he's not off uh far from the facility record which is eric sawinski um set that 11640 in 2018 and when he was running for nike so he's just about a a second off that facility record um, finishing second for Iowa in this 600-meter premier was Alex Still, a former Woodbury Central and Moville athlete. Alec ran 119.42. And then for the Hawkeyes, Armando Bryson, uh, a freshman, was fourth in 120.83. And um, let's go to the 1,000 meters on the men's side as well. Um, it was... Well, let's just say that um, we've got, um, it was freshman Antonio Abrega uh, making his Hawkeye debut. He ran 224.05 um, to lead uh, several Hawkeyes who ran under 230 for the 1,000. Abrego is from Santa Clarita, California. Then you had junior Tyler Olson. Um, he ran for Muscatine. And then um, freshman Jason Hoffman uh, was next. Um, second and third, those two men ran. It was Olsen running 225.11, and Hoffman ran 225.75 for third place. Then you had Cal Lewis and Martin Strong. Uh, Cal Lewis, a freshman, was fourth in 225.85, and Strong, also a freshman, 228.98. Uh, and then in the um, in the mile, another meet record was set as uh, freshman Max Murphy, who um, is from Bettendorf, ran for Pleasant Valley. He took the victory in 408.71, so that record goes down. Uh, and then Nick Tratner, his teammate, was the runner-up in 409.61. Tratner is a sophomore and... Like I said, Max Murphy is a freshman, second year in the program. The previous record was Kevin Kelly of Drake, uh, 409.99 back in 2018. So he knocks just over a second off that. But as we've seen uh, with the ISU Holiday Classic, or Holiday Invitational, um, there's, there's some time there to be had as well. Uh, additional time to knock off that record eventually for Max Murphy. I'm going to change gears here, switch from indoor track and field to 
cross country. It was the USA track and field club cross country championships. That was, uh, that took place on Saturday, Appalachie regional park in Tallahassee, Florida. That was the site of the NCAA division one championships. And it was a former Iowa central runner, Franklin Tanui, who got the victory. Tanui, who is 28 years old, Running for Nike, took the victory in the 10K race in 30.14.6. He topped Hanson Brooks's Zachary Panning by almost three seconds. Uh, Panning uh, finished third, or second, sorry, in 30.17. And then finishing third um, was an Iowan, um, a true Iowan. Former Valley High and University of Iowa runner Daniel Soto was the number two runner for Hanson's Brooks out of Michigan, the Ro- Rochester, Michigan. Um, he ran 30.45.7 to finish third. And if you're wondering, uh, it sounds like Hanson Brooks did well. They did. They won the team championship and um, in very impressive fashion with 44 points. So uh, Panning and Soto led the way. They finished 1, 2, 8, 14, and 19 to take the victory over the Bowerman Track Club, which only had 115 points. So a real route there at the top. So congratulations to Soto and, and his team for taking that victory. Run ablaze. Uh, finished right almost smack dab in the middle. They were 17th out of 35 teams. They did beat the Lincoln Running Club out of Nebraska, one of their rivals. Um, they were Lincoln was 18th right behind them, but Run Ablaze with 467 points was uh, 36 ahead of uh, Lincoln Running Club, and they were led by Cody Bale. Um, uh, he was the top Run Ablaze guy. Uh, you can find Cody at Fitness Sports. He works down there. He ran 32.46.2 for 67th place. He topped um, uh, Blake Whalen, who's had a tremendous season, former Dubuque senior runner, and also ran for Iowa Central. He was 73rd overall. Blake was in 32.55. He's 26 years old, just like Bale. And then former uh, Dowling Catholic runner Jason was in the top 100. Jason was 93rd in 33.27. He's 27 years old, as is Tyson Wheeland, former Johnston and Iowa Central runner. Tyson was 153 in 34.54. And then uh, Ben Jaskowiak, who was the former Runablaze president. Ben is um, 156th place, uh, running 34.56, right behind Tyson. Good battle there between those two. They probably uh, pushed each other all the way. Uh, Jaskowiak uh, is a coach in the Valley system. He's 32 years old. Finally, uh, Caleb Appleton was 178th place for Run Ablaze in 35.24, and McCoy Benzen 204th place in 36.10. So that uh, that's pretty much the end of this um, 2021 racing season for Runablaze. But they, they've had a lot of good moments this year. A lot of them led by that guy, Blake Whalen. He's had a tremendous season. But Cody Bale also has had some great moments, including this one leading, leading that uh, team there. Uh, former Iowa resident Chris Robertson for the DW running team was 75th. 
overall in this 10K race. Chris ran 32.56. DW Running is, is an Illinois club, if you're wondering. Naperville, I believe, is where they're located. And then Ryan Root, who was a former Run Ablaze guy, he's now with the Roots Running team, not, uh, not named after him. But Ryan was only 163rd place in 35.06. He must have had a bad race because he's... I know he's had some injuries, but um, that's not good for him. Um, so that's uh, how the men's uh, race shook out. And the women's 6K race, Run Blaze did not have a full team. Uh, Jess, uh, Jessica Haruska, um, who's uh, with the Crown running team, this is kind of the team that her and her husband have, have formed. Um, she's trying to get a... Um, a master's team together, um, trying to get a 40 to 44 age group team to run future competitions. So she's really aggressively recruiting people. Anyway, Jessica, the master's women's race, she was sixth in her age division of 40, 40, 40 to 44 and seventh overall uh, among all the master's runners there. And um, so she ran 23.21 for, for that 6K distance, Jessica did. And that's the way the USATF Club Cross Country Championships went on Saturday. Moving back now to indoor track and field. And this was one of the coolest things I saw over the whole weekend. And uh, it was a guy I mentioned already, Eric Sawinski, who decided to... Uh, well, help himself out a little bit by uh, pacing a couple races, but he's also helping out uh, some athletes here at uh, the Dubuque Championships hosted by the University of Dubuque in Dubuque. Uh, the Battle of the Bluff uh, Championships were there, and Sawinski helped uh, a couple of Loris College Dewhawks to uh, smash some school records here uh, by doing some pace work. Um, so it was uh, Mike Jassa, the defending national champion for Division Three Outdoors. He uh, improved on his own 800-meter record with the current fastest time uh, in NCAA Division Three. He ran a 115.13, um, um, setting a new school record of about a second off his previous best. And um, as he said on, um, on uh, Twitter, he said, couldn't thank E. Sawinski, Eric Sawinski, enough for this opportunity. So he was very gracious for all the help. And, and several of the Loris guys uh, posed for photos with Sawinski. Sawinski also paced in the mile run where Ryan Harvey, uh, who was their leader in cross country, um, smashed the school record there in that mile run. And this was one of the oldest uh, school records on the books at Loris, I believe. Uh, Harvey ends up running 410.5 uh, to dominate the race, um, finish 26 seconds ahead of the next runner. Um, and um, so he um, not only sets the record, but he jumps into the top 10 for the first time with this performance. Um, so the record um, for Loris was from 1998, Chris Schaefer. Uh, held the previous record. So Harvey now owns it with that 410.50. And um, those two times, also, I did look at the U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association website. 
And they both would land. Not only are they leading um, NCAA Division Three, which you know we're early in the season. We're you know most teams have done one meet, um, been only two weeks of competition, but they would both be in the top ten for all divisions, NCAA Division One and Division Two. So really strong efforts there uh, for both of those gentlemen, uh, cracking the top ten for both of those. Um, by the way, um, I did want to mention in that 800 meters that Carter Oberfell uh, also had a really good run, um, running a PR of 152.77. And that time, if you consider that JASA owns, you know, they only they don't double dip times. Um, you only get one record for your own name. Well, now that run by Oberfell is number two on Loris's all-time list. So congratulations to Carter for that effort there. Um, that's the way the – those are the highlights from the <clears throat> Dubuque Championships. And Loris got the better of the host University of Dubuque Spartans in that competition. Nothing to speak of on the women's side for distance events there. Um, Loris did say – uh, did compliment Eric Sawinski. None, none better than E. Sawinski as a rabbit. Uh, that's what they put out on Twitter. I'm sure Eric is getting ready for indoor seasons. Indoor season, um, probably Boston, New York. That's where he excels the best. It seems like he just really runs well indoors. So looking forward to seeing what he'll do there. Um, more indoor track and field. Central College hosted their Dutch holiday preview on Friday night. Carolyn McMartin, uh, former Pella runner, she ran a lifetime best in the 3,000 meters, a PR of 10.34.95 to take the victory there. Um, she picks up right where she left off during a fantastic cross-country season where she qualified for nationals. Um, and in the 3,000-meter run, uh, this was a good, um, some, some good competition here as Alec Baldwin, former Spirit Lake prep, um, running unattached. He picked up the victory in 8.42.41 in the 3K. But uh, Central, uh, from there on, dominated this. Um, they dominated a lot of the distance events, quite frankly. But uh, it was Will DeHaan, um, former Central DeWitt prep, uh, also qualified for nationals in cross country. He's a senior. He ran 8.57.56 to finish second there. Then it was uh, Noah Jorgensen, former Sydney uh, prep. He ran, uh, he's from Sydney, way down in southwest Iowa. He's a sophomore for Central College. He was third in 901.18. Then Caleb Silver, who also Qualified for nationals in cross country. Former BCLUW of Conrad runner. He was fourth in 9.13.48. And then Adam Sylvia was just right behind him. Uh, he ran 9.14.54 for fifth place. So um, Dahan ends up second behind Alec Baldwin there. Uh, St. Ambrose hosted the finals week invitational. That was hosted in Davenport, and um, well, uh, a couple Bs here finished well in the um, 3,000 meters. It was Nolan Rudd, a senior, 
ran 904.86 for fourth place, and then Matt Young, also a senior, 904.87, one of a second. Right behind Matt Young, senior, was fifth there. Um, and then um, they also had George Barton in seventh place. And then Nate Hopp of the Run to Blaze team. Um, he's, he, Nate loves, I have already mentioned this on many podcasts, and he just loves to run. Anyway, Nate um, lives in Cedar Rapids. He was eighth in this race in 926.40. It was a race won by Caleb Ballas. St. Francis, Illinois. Uh, this is a fantastic time. Like Caleb Bolas, uh, 831.75 for the winning time in that 3,000 meters. In the men's 600 meter run, it was a good performance by true freshman uh, Nathan Scala of Mount Mercy. Nathan was the winner in 126.69, and he is a former Cedar Rapids Xavier High School runner. So um, he stayed home and at Mount Mercy and doing very well there. That's a good good uh, opening indoor meet time. And the women's one-mile run was former Marion Prep Andrea Ertz of Mount Mercy, who took runner-up honors in 504.19. Uh, that was a race won by Laisha Corona of St. Francis of Illinois in five flat, five minutes flat, 0.37. Andrea also turned around, and um, not a great uh, time, but um, still got the victory in the women's 800 uh, in 224.1. And if I remember, I think she ran it by herself, so it's (laughs) difficult to run a second race, and then you have to run it by yourself, so uh, difficult to be motivated there. And in the women's uh, 600-meter run, at St. Ambrose, it was Megan Jansett of St. Ambrose who got the victory there uh, in 142.69. Megan is a senior for the Bees. And uh, switching to NCAA Division II, uh, the, the, my, my guest on my latest podcast, uh, Maddie Bach, she um, finished runner-up in the women's mile at the UNK pre-holiday classic in Kearney, Nebraska. That's her home school. Um, held at Cushing Coliseum. Um, and she, um, she um, well, um, she got second place in, in that mile. Out of 20 runners, she ran 511.21. Her best, which is seventh best in Nebraska Kearney history, is 502.79. Um, she's seventh in the record books there. And as she mentioned on the podcast, she really wants to get that get a PR um, for her final season at Kearney. And she um, she's very motivated just to get a PR. So if you uh, have not mis- uh, listened to it, which... Um, not many have. It's uh, it's on its way to becoming a top five podcast in uh, my short history of having my podcast. But nevertheless, out of uh, more than sixty podcasts that I've had, um, it's it's, it's uh, the interview with her and Miles Bach, her brother, um, is almost in the top five now, and it's and it's surely going to get there. It's been a very good listen. Um, they both go into a lot of their struggles for how they bounced around between all the different colleges, and you kind of find out why. So, and they were very upfront about some of the struggles they've had.
And going back a week, I uh, I failed to mention that uh, Jessica Ruska, uh, the Runablaze athlete who ran at the um, USATF cross club cross country championships, she ran the previous week at the Sound Running and Trials of Miles cross country race at the Mount Sac cross country course in Walnut, California. Uh, Ruska was tenth among all the women in that 5.5 mile race. Uh, the former Warburg College runner and Dubuque resident, she ran 3705.6 for the 5.5 mile course on December 4th. So that's your lot for the week. Um, Jessica, by the way, has, uh, along with her husband, uh, has that crown running team. She also has a podcast uh, they do. And their latest guest was Cassie Parker on there, the Dolores Great. Um, so that's probably a good listen. Uh, see what Cassie has to talk about, including her name change. Um, and also that impressive NCAA Division Three cross-country championship this fall. Uh, Cassie was their guest there. Um, I did not have... Abby Caldwell on the show this week to talk about Iowa State. Abby's a very busy lady, couldn't make connections with her, but we'll catch Abby again uh, in 2022. Not a big deal when the indoor season heats up, so um, we'll, we'll give Abby a pass on that. We'll definitely get her on the show uh, when, like I said, in January when indoor season heats up and well, it looks like uh, indoor season is going to get going the weekend of January 14th, right about there. It looks like all the indoor meets are resumed then. So that's probably when my last results show is going to come out uh, on Mondays. But continue to listen to the podcast. I encourage you. And this, uh, this week, I've got uh, an interview with 39-time NJCAA champion. This guy has won 39 championships between cross country, track and field, and the half marathon championships. And it's Iowa Central's D. Brown. Uh, he is my guest. I recorded this last Tuesday. Um, so I'm going to be putting that out later this week. And um, I can see why this guy has won 39 championships. He's really energetic really um just has a great personality you can you can see why he's had so much success there in fort dodge we talk a lot of things we talked about a lot uh former tritons who have done well we talk about the program trying to get um kids to come to fort dodge iowa how does he do it um we 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 run the gamut of of stuff um so um that will be coming out later this week, so I encourage you to listen to that. Until then, um, happy running, everyone, and we'll talk to you later.